and the sunnah of the Khulafa al-Rashidin al-Mahdinin to the end of the narration. So all these narrations, it shows us that one, there will be innovation in this ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Innovation will appear in the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It also lets us know to beware of innovation. To beware of innovation. It also lets us know that the innovator, not only the one who innovates, but also the one who shelters the innovator is cursed. The one who shelters the innovator is cursed. And sheltering the innovator means, one, giving him physical shelter and or supporting his ideas and his beliefs. So with that being said, inshallah, we're going to take a look at this group called the Shia. The Shia. You must understand and know that first that the groups as it relates to the deen are broken down into two types. Once again, the groups as it relates to the deen are breaking down, broken down into two types or two divisions. As a Sheikh Muhammad Amman al-Jami, rahimahullah, fi kitabihi al-Aqirat al-Islamiyya wa tarikhaha. As a great Sheikh from Ethiopia, Sheikh Muhammad Amman al-Jami, the teacher of in Medina, the Prophet's Masjid, he said that in his book, Al-Aqirat al-Islamiyya wa tarikhaha, the Aqirat al-Islam in its history, he mentioned that the groups are broken down that the, the 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 groups are divided into two divisions. Al Qism Awal, the first the first division are those groups that are not Muslim, that are not in Islam, such as one and the Yahudiyah, the Jew. Two, Anasraniya, the Christian. Three, Adahriya, those who believe that time has no beginning nor end. Four, Athanawiya, those who they believe in the, the Nur and Zulama, the, the, the light darkness. They call us an because they believe in two things. He says, Human Qailuna bil Asliya and Nur wa They believe in, of course, the light and darkness. This is their belief. Also, those, the fifth, the fire worshippers. Those who, he says, Human Ibadanah. Those who worship the fire. Uh, six, or like as people say, the Sabian. Those who, they were not Christians nor Jews, but in reality they were Mulhidun, they were atheists, as some of the Mufassirin mentioned. They had no book. The uh, seventh he mentioned are the Hindus. The eighth are the Buddhists. 
The knife are Zanagata, for whom Kawaif Minal Koramata Al Batanian. He said the knife group are the heretics, meaning the group of the Shia, who are those who believe in the inner meaning of the, the Quran. And the tenth group are the philosophers. The philosophers. So this is the first group. Because he said that as it relates to the deviant groups and the deen, there are two divisions. The first division are those disbelieving, who are not Muslim, whether it be Ahl Kitab or people who do not have a book at all. And he mentioned ten factions. And he said, the second division, and he said that the second group are those in relation to the, 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 the religious beliefs, and they are related to Islam. Those as it relates to religious beliefs. That's set. And they are related to Islam. They are related to Islam, meaning they claim to be Muslim. They claim to be Muslim. Then he goes on to say, when innovation appeared altogether. When it appeared altogether. Before we talk about the Shia, we just want to give you some insight, first and foremost, of the narration that we mentioned beforehand as relates to deviation, that it will appear in this ummah. And then second, was to mention the faction, how they're divided into two, those outside of Islam and those inside of Islam. And now we want to just briefly mention the appearance of Bidah. And the Sheikh, he continues. He said that in the time of the Sahaba al-Quran, the noble companions, alayhim rahman Allah, he said, and they were upon one way, one methodology. There was no different methodology, no different sex. There was no bid'ah from the Muslimin in the time of the Messenger of Allah, sallam, And the campaigns were upon this one way. And he said, and they worked by the Book of Allah. And the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, and the Aqidah, and the Sharia, 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 and the Sharia. And he said, وَكَذَلِكَ الْتَابِعُونَ الَّذِينَ وَرَضُوا عِلْمَ الصَّحَابَةِ And he said, likewise, the Tabi'un, the Tabi'in, those who inherited the knowledge from the companions. Also, they were upon one way. One methodology. Then he said, in the later time of the Kitayans, there appeared this innovation, في أواخر أيام الصحابة القال بالقدر. Then in the later time of the Kitayans, there had appeared the statement of Qadr, meaning the Qadriya and the Jabariya. And I believe we, we have covered these groups already in the past. The Jabariya and the Qadariya. The Qadariya and the Jabariya, they both deny the Qadr of Allah. The Jabariya say we are forced. 
We have no free will at all. So anything that happens is because Allah is decreed it. So therefore, if I commit zina, if I drink khamar, intoxicant, it's all because Allah is decreed for me. So don't blame me. I'm free of any sin. And the qadariya, they on the, on the other spectrum, they say we have free will. That we decide our destiny ourselves. And Allah does not know the obedience or the disobedience service until they commit the actions of obedience and disobedience. So he said, this group, they appeared in a later time of the Sahara. And then he said, also, then they appeared the Khawarij, in their day. And then he said, then the Shia. He said, in these three sects, the Qadariya, the Khawarij, and the Shia. They appeared في أواخر أيام الصحابة في أحد علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله تعالى عنه. They appeared in the later part of the later days of the companions in the time of Ali ibn Abi Talib رضي الله تعالى عنه. Now, let's talk about this person by the name of Abdullah Ibn Sabah, who was a Jew. Let's talk about who he was before we get into the group itself. And tonight, this is an introduction, inshallah, to this group of Shia. There are many different factions from the Shia, many different factions. But they all come under this founder. So we're going to give you the perspective, the Islamic perspective on who he was, and also the Shia view, because the Shia also have a view on who he was. It's important to know both sides. So this this um, founder of the Jews, Abdullah bin Wahab ibn Rasidi al-Hamadani, he was a Jew who was born in Yemen. In the 7th century. He's born in Yemen. And he was born from a he was a Jew, but he's also born from a black woman. And he was called Ibn al-Sawda. He came into Islam in order to destroy Islam. And after the companions understood his plot, he was kicked out of Medina because he, he became a Muslim in Medina. And after being kicked out of Medina, he migrated to Egypt. And in Egypt, he was responsible for the killing of Uthman, Rabbi Allah Ta'ala the third Khalifa. And he started to come up with some strange ideas. Some very strange ideas indeed. So, he's a true figure that existed in Islamic history. But the Shia, they have several different opposing views. Before I get back to who his, his historic, uh, or his history, I want to dismiss some of the Shia views. Some of the Shia, but they denied in the suburb. 
They deny his existence altogether. And they say that he was a a plot or propaganda from, from the Umayyad dynasty. But the Umayyad dynasty made him up. He was a he was a, uh, a false figure that it is made up in order to uh, go go shade, so to speak, on uh, the you know the those who uh, who who follow the Shia sect. Other Shiites say that he was mixed up with Abu Zar, Abu Zar al Ghafari. And they say that he was also called Ibn, Ibn Soda by his enemies, Abu Zar. So they say that that it was not this Abdul Ibn Saba, but it was actually Abu Zar, Muna'udhi Bilal. This is some Shia say. Other Shia say that he's an imaginary figure. That he's, he's, he was an imaginary figure, figure named by the Sunni historians in their books. That there were about 150 names that were imaginary made up. And he was one of those imaginary names that was made up by the so-called Sunni historians. This is the Shia thing. Also, some of the Shia, they, they curse him. They curse him. And they say he was a true figure, but he was a liar. But the reason why they curse him and say he's a, a liar is because of what he uh, uh, began and what they followed. So they tried to free themselves from him in order not to uh, be attached to him. And they say that Shiism or the Shia belief wasn't, wasn't, wasn't a, as a result of what he started, but rather after the death of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it was because of the difference they had in relation to the Khalifa. Should it be Abu Bakr al-Siddiq or Ali ibn Abi Talib? And because people differed, therefore the Shia sect came up. So this is how they explain it. But the true historian, because the Shia, they lie. The Shia, they lie. And we cannot take anything from them. And I just wanted to give you a different perspective of what they believe. Because it's their belief. The Shia belief. And it's going to give you perspective of who they believe he was, or who they say he was. But many Salafi scholars who are known for their scholastic works, such as Ibn Tazir in his Badai wa Nihaya, he said about this Jew who pretended to be a Muslim, he said, and from them, meaning the Jews, was Ibn al Soda. And he was from those disbelievers who had a covenant with the Muslims. So he appeared as a Muslim and introduced statements and actions of innovation. Once again, Ibn Kazir, Rahimahullah, Rahimahullah, he said that, that, and from them, meaning the Jews, was Ibn Al Soda, the black one. And he was from those disbelievers who had a covenant with the Muslims. So he appeared as a Muslim and introduced statements and actions of innovation. May Allah destroy him. And this is the words of Ibn Kazir in his book, Al-Bidaya Wal-Nihaya. Also, Ibn Taymiyyah, who is one of the teachers of Ibn Kazir, Rahimahumullah, may Allah be pleased with them both. 
He said that, and the people of knowledge have mentioned that the head of the Rafida is from the heretic Abdullah ibn Sabah, who manifested Islam. And while he hid in Judaism and sought to cause corruption in Islam, just like Paul the Christian, who was a Jew who caused corruption in the religion of Christianity or the Christian. This is Majmu'ah al-Fatawa. Also, Ibn al-Izz al-Hanafi, who died in 731 after the Hijrah. Ibn Taymiyyah, he died in 728 after the Hijrah. And Ibn Kazir, he died in 729 after the Hijrah. But Ibn al-Izz al-Hanafi, he said, the foundations of the Rafid began from a heretic and a hypocrite who attempted to bring falsehood into Islam and to bring insult to the messenger, so, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as the scholars have mentioned. And when he manifested Islam, he sought to cause corruption in the religion of Islam by plotting and vileness, just as what Paul did with the Christian religion. First, he manifested piety and then manifested in joining the good and forbidding the evil until he was involved in the chaos during the, the reign of the reign of Uthman, and his killing. Then, when he entered Kufa in Iraq, he manifested extremism for Ali ibn Abi Talib and supporting him to gain from it necessity. And this was made clear to Ali. So he sought his killing and fought him. And also Ali ibn Abi Talib, as a side note, he banned him also. He banned him also. So, nonetheless, and the narrations he said that are known in history. Thus from this man, whom the people of Sunnah have criticized, and from this group, stemmed the Rawasab, Shia, and this is found in the Sharh of Al-Tahawiyah. So we see that the Salafi scholars have explained who he was and that he did just as Paul did to the Christian religion. He came into it in order to destroy it and to put falsehood into the religion. And he pretended to be pious. He pretended to be a righteous man. And he had gained some knowledge. And this is why in Egypt he was able to seduce the people and to trick the people and to cause them to revolt against Uthman and kill Uthman. And as Sheikh Muhammad Amman al-Jami, rahimahullah, as he mentioned, as it relates to the Shia sect, and the, he said, al-Ghulwi fil-Amir al-Mu'mineen, Ali ibn Abi Talib, and the the extremism they had as relates to the Amir al-Mu'mineen, Ali ibn Abi Talib, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, who was the son-in-law and the companion and cousin of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the fourth khalifa, he said that it was a Yahudi khabib, a filthy Jew, by the name of, of Abdullah ibn Wahab ibn Sabah. He said that, وَهُوَ مِنُ الْيَهُودِ الَّذِينَ كَانُوا He was a Jew 
تمون هو ديتهم سنة عين فأخذ يجو نار الفتنة بين المسلمين he is the one who took and kindled the fire of fitna between the Muslimin. And he said that he also, he innovated the statement as it relates to Ali ibn Abi Talib being the imam after the Prophet meaning that it should not have been Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, it should have been Ali ibn Abi Talib. So he's the Jew who initiated this statement. And he claimed that it was text to prove it. He's also the one who innovated the statement of Aradia, meaning the return, meaning because some Shia believe that, as the Sheikh mentioned, that the Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib will return after his death to the dunya. Then, rather, he said, he claims that Ali left, that Ali was not killed at all. Bel la yuzel hayyin. Bel la yumkin and yumut. He also claims that, rather, Ali does not cease living, that he continues to live. Bel la yumkin and yumut. Rather, he claims that it's not possible that Ali ibn Abi Talib, radiallahu ta'ala can die. Then he also claimed that Ali ibn Abi Talib, he is a part of divinity. Therefore, he should be worshipped. Also, the Shaykh mentioned, Rahimahullah, Shaykh Muhammad Amal Ajani, he says that also this Jew who pretends to be a Muslim, he claims that Ali ibn Abi Talib comes with the cloud and that the thunder the thunder that comes from the cloud is the voice of Ali ibn Abi Talib. He said, Illa al-Akhir, Tilka al-Khurafat, Alati Tahkiha Ba'dal Musadir al-Qawm. He said, And to the end of the superstitious belief that's reported from some of these people that originate from them, and those with him. He said, until they believe with the belief, he said, the aqidah of the return, meaning that Ali ibn Abi Talib will return after his death. And in some cases, he did not even die. He said that this Jew, Abdullah ibn Sabah, he said that he, Kaidin lil Islam wal Muslimin, that he plotted this plot in Islam and for and for the Muslimin. That he plotted this plot, meaning that he made that he made Ali ibn Abi Talib to be divine. That he made him share part of the divinity with Allah. That he brought he was the one who brought these ideas that you find the Shia today have that claim that Ali was with Allah and Fatima was Allah and Ali doesn't die. Ali comes with the clouds and the thunder is the voice of Ali and all these other, you know, uh, deviant ideas of Khurafat, as you mentioned. It was him who invented these things.
So then he goes on to say, in relation to him, then he said after that he claimed he was Muslim. After all that, he claimed that he was Muslim. And that he loved Ahlul Bayt. And he had muhabbalahum, that he had love for them. وَأَمَّا أَهْلِ الْبَيْتِ أَتَيِّبُونَ أَتَيِّبُونَ He said, as for Ahlul Bayt, they are good. Meaning that they're free from him. They're free from the likes of this person. He said, they make bara'a from him. From this type of person who's filthy. He said, then, after that, He said that the Aqidah Fatida are that the corrupted Aqidah of the Rewatabah, those extreme Jews, I mean those extreme Shia, they built upon it. They built upon what he started as a foundation. So therefore, he mentioned what you see today in the Rewatabah. It's because of this Jew, Abdullah ibn Sabah. Then he goes on to say, and all that is written about them, and what is written about them is much. And he said, And he said, all of them, or some of them in our time, meaning that they they all have this belief in which he uh, injected into Islam. And he said, he said for this, he said, for this, we will suffice ourselves in what we have mentioned in relation to them. And he said, and we do not want to come with anything new, meaning himself, meaning that he doesn't have to say anything else about them because what's written about them suffices. And he don't want to come, he don't want to come with anything that is new about them. And he said, and Shia. And he said, and therefore it is a must to, to be aware, to take heed as it relates to, to the Shia. He said, with all those who are upon this Faraqa, this, this sect, and all its sects, he said, upon the Aqidah, they are upon the Aqidah of Iqtizal, meaning separating themselves from the body of the Muslims. Like the Mu'tazila. As he, if you remember the story of the Mu'tazila that was sort of started by, uh, Wasil ibn in the time of the Tabi'i, Hassan al-Bakri, when he was teaching about Iman, and how the Khawarij believes that the first king is a major sin, they are careful. And how Ahl al-Sunnati was Jama'a al-Salifiyun, how we believe that a person who commits a major sin, that he's not a kafir, as long as that major sin will take you out of Islam, he's, a, he's not a kafir, but he's a sinner, a fashion. But this Wasil ibn he stood up and he said, that no, he's between two positions. The one who commits major sin, he's not a kafir, nor is he, is he a believer, he's in between both positions. And then he made out. He broke away from Ahl al-Sunnah. He broke away from the Salaf. He broke away from the Tabi'een, from the grace of them. And people followed him. They made Iqtizal. They said the Shia, they have an Aqidah also. He said, in the Bab of Asma'i wa Sifat, in the names and attributes of Allah. And he said, and Allah knows that. 
and Allah knows best. So, inshallah, we're going to do, we're going to suffice with that tonight, inshallah. We're going to suffice with that tonight. And inshallah, the next time that we meet, we're going to get more into the group of the Shia. More into the group of the Shia, inshallah. And we're going to uh, break down the various factions of the Shia. As we mentioned, you have the Ismaili, you have the Rawakid, you know, you have the, the, the Zaydiya, you have the Bataniya, Quranica. You have different groups from the, from, from, from the Shia. You have different groups from the Shia. Their foundation is the same, but some believe uh, different than others, and some beliefs from these factions are more absurd than others. And how they interpret the Quran, the things they say about the Quran, the things they say about the campaign, like that. So inshallah ta'ala, we stop with that and we say, Subhanak wa miyamdik, ashadu an la ilaha ila an, astaghfirullah wa alaykum, akulla qawli hadha, astaghfirullah wa alaykum, wa nakala tashul kabat. Anything I say is correct, Allah alone, anything I say is from the text, myself and shaitan, barakallahu feekum, hafidhukum Allah, and kuli shawas kanakum to see janafihi, anything that was uh, said from mistake and or from the studying of the tongue is from uh, myself and the shaitan. Anything that was good is from Allah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.